The FT. China's benchmark stock index followed up its second worst single-day percentage decline in history with a drop of less than two percent on Tuesday, and that's the third straight decline for the index, which has been gyrating pretty dramatically in the past few weeks. Joining me, Martin Arnold, the FT's banking editor, is Gabriel Wildau, our Shanghai correspondent, to discuss the impact that this stock market turmoil in China could have. For the country's banking system, Gabriel, what do you reckon about the exposure of Chinese banks and wealth management product providers to some of these gyrations? It looks like Chinese banks are relatively well insulated from the stock market turmoil. Certainly, their on-balance sheet exposure is quite limited. Of course, they're not allowed to invest directly into shares, nor are they allowed to provide margin loans directly to stock investors. But there is some concern about their off-balance sheet exposure to the stock market via wealth management products, which are a form of structured product that allow investors to serve as margin lenders to hedge funds and other retail punters. So these are sold through banks, and the products typically don't carry a legal guarantee by the banks. But there's a perception that. That banks would be forced to limit the losses that their customers take on these products should the stock market tumble, render the hedge funds and the other retail punters who've borrowed through these products unable to repay those loans. And am I right in thinking that much of the concern centers on so-called umbrella trusts, which banks sell these wealth management products to retail customers, promising them a fixed return on their investments, allowing retail punters to bet on the stock market? What happens now that we've seen these sharp falls in the past few weeks? Do you think there could be some trouble stored up for later? There could be, and we really don't know how much trouble some of these umbrella trusts. May be in because the wealth management products that form the structure of these trusts are typically one or even two years in maturity. So it's only when the products mature and payouts are due to these wealth management investors that we'll know whether the products are able to pay out or whether they've suffered heavy losses. An umbrella trust is a very ingenious type of structured product that essentially allows a stock market investment to be transformed into a fixed income investment. What you have is a senior tranche, which carries a fixed return, and that's sold to retail investors through banks. And the money from that senior tranche is channeled to the equity tranche holders or the subordinate tranche holders. Now, these subordinate tranche holders don't pay in any money themselves; they are essentially borrowers. So the question is: Do these subordinate tranche holders do they take such heavy losses now with this stock market turmoil that they're unable to repay their loans? And if that's the case, then we may expect to see losses on these umbrella trust products, you know, starting in three to six months when the first batch of those products begins to mature. And I saw some figures from Haitong Securities, one of the big brokers out in China, estimating that these umbrella trusts and similar structures have channeled some 500 billion to a trillion renminbi, which is the equivalent of 80 to 160. Billion dollars into the stock market. So, if there are significant losses on those, it could be quite serious. And those losses, I presume, could filter back into the banking system. They could, because the trust companies and other intermediaries that are channeling this bank wealth management money to the punters, they don't have the capital reserves to make investors whole. And so, if there is a destabilizing default where you have 
old grannies demonstrating in front of bank branches where they bought these wealth manager products. It's going to end up being the banks who will have to, who will face enormous pressure at least to uh, deal with these losses. And I think a lot depends on whether this is viewed as a potentially politically destabilizing event or whether it's viewed as something where rich investors who should have known better are taking the losses. There's a legal process, but that's not usually how these debt products and debt defaults are resolved in China. This may explain why the government has been um, implementing such extraordinary moves to try and stem the losses in the stock market. Gabriel, thanks very much for joining us. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc.